0: Welcome back to the upper tier, everybody. This is your Premier League preview, match week 27. Joining me, as always, on the previews, my partner in crime, the Dazzler Darren. How are we?
1: I'm all good, brother. I am all good.
0: Absolutely. Let's get into this straight away then. Lunchtime Saturday, Leeds United versus Tottenham. Two teams struggling for very different reasons. Well,
1: two teams struggling, but one team really, really struggling. Um, You know, 10 goals and two games for Leeds This is really, really poor You know, Spurs obviously Burnley can do that to teams They've done it to teams before They've done it at Anfield before They've done it at Old Trafford before Burnley can shorn out those types of results So the Spurs result wasn't as big a shock maybe To, to us as it was to some other people Um, But like Leeds, 10 goals and two games Getting absolutely walloped by United And by Liverpool This has to be confidence and soul-destroying at this stage, you know, for a team already devoid of a whole lot of confidence. Um, Like, I can see Spurs getting back onto to to winning ways here, if I'm honest, because I just think with the likes of Kane and Son and Kulishevsky and Mora, there's going to be way too much firepower on this pitch for Leeds.
0: Yeah, I mean, as much as I wanted to win the other night from Liverpool to beat them as well, I really felt bad for the young lad, Mesli, in goals. I mean, he was just... Picking the ball out of the back of the net, and I said on the match reaction as well, six didn't even flatter. It flattered Leeds more than a flattered Liverpool because it could yeah. have been ten or eleven to be honest with some of the chances that we missed as well. So, um, very, very um, poor at the moment from Leeds. Serious trouble there and in major free fall at the moment. There's, um,
1: there's a lot of injuries at the minute, you know, which is compounding their misery. The whole, um, spine, the
0: whole spine The whole of the team, right at the, the middle. whole
1: point of the team, absolutely. I mean, they've gone the whole season almost without the boy Banford.
0: Mm.
1: You know, in the last season, what did he score? Did he scored about sixteen Premier League goals.
0: Yeah,
1: like sixteen Premier League goals is big, big money in today's market, pal. If somebody could guarantee you sixteen league goals, you're paying forty
0: to fifty million for that. Especially at Leeds' level, and no disrespect, them but sixteen absolutely. goals in the Premier League to Leeds is massive, um, massive. Were you surprised they didn't do more business in January?
1: Um, I suppose I, I I listened to a little bit of the commentary on Sunday and at the United Game, and the talk was that um, the money doesn't seem to be there. That, you know, everybody's been hit so hard with COVID and stuff like that that the owners literally didn't have anything to go out and make improvements with. Um, failing, maybe, you know, selling one or two when, when your squad's looking like lead squad at the minute. You know, selling somebody is... Absolutely, going to, you know, rip the, soul, the the you know the soul out of the team, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I think we mentioned even maybe going for a couple of loan moves out with a championship or something like that. Maybe teams that aren't necessarily in the shakeup, you know, and in, in that kind of area. But as much as Leeds, I mean, if you look at the quality that's there at the moment, they needed to bring in bodies, didn't they? Like because they're so like
1: stretched. he did, and I suppose the other thing about that is you know he's such a fickle manager, Bielsa. He wants people, he only wants a certain kind of player. He only wants players that can do a certain thing. So even to get him to sign up and say, well, I'll have A and I'll have B and I'll have C, you know? Like, I can't believe, like, I've mentioned this before, how nobody, how Newcastle, how how Burnley, how Leeds, how nobody decided I'm going to go after the boy Ben Burton diaz You know, he's only six months left on the deal at Blackburn. Um, You'd have got him for less than £10 He's a guarantee of goals, an absolute. If you can create him chances, he'll guarantee a goals. Fact.
0: You get, the, uh, you get the money, you get the money back hand over fist. Boy, just remaining in the Premier League, ridiculous. Absolutely, absolutely. And like, don't forget, there's a lot of really good footballers
1: in that championship. I mean, why weren't Leeds in for the boy Carvalho, at the at the type of value that he was going for? You know. Now, obviously, when this when 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 the summer comes along, and there's You know, much bigger fish circle. And obviously, Liverpool are very interested. I think United now apparently are very interested. And there's other clubs, you know, uh, abroad, uh, Dortmund, I've heard as well, who are also looking at this kid.
0: from, from From what I'm hearing, the deal with Liverpool is already in place. They just haven't said anything. That's what I'm hearing. Right. Apparently, Liverpool have actually tied down the deal, but they just didn't want to get into it in January. But the deal is there, done and stamped, apparently, just to be ratified, if you like, in the summer. That's what that's what I'm reading anyway. I don't know how true that is now, but that's the talk. Yeah.
1: Well, and listen, if that happens, that happens. But you know, I still think Leeds should have been in for guys. You know, they should they should have they should have been able to get enough on the table to get somebody in to give the lads a hand. You know what I mean? Like, look at how little football the boy uh Gellhart has. Like he's 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 in his infancy of, of his career, he's a one million pound signing from Wigan. Yeah, yeah. Bringing him on against Man United, you didn't expect him to change the game. Like, come on, lads, it's just not gonna, it's just not gonna work.
0: And he's a tidy little player who looks like he's gonna have a big future. He's a nice little absolutely, baller.
1: but you know what? Yeah. He needs two or three seasons in that championship to yeah. just battle harden him a little bit and for, to let him learn his craft. But at the time he's 21, 22, there's gonna be money on the table for him. I I don't doubt that.
0: But yeah, I, I I thought they would have went in and got on loan even a couple of you know just a couple of you know, brazen, big centre-backs out of the Championship or something like that. Something just to shore things up a little bit. They're so bad at the back. So bad at the back. Like
1: It, 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 it listen, it stems from, obviously, the boy Calvin Phillips not being there, doesn't it? Um, he's the crown jewel at Leeds. You know, him and Rafinha. Um, and, and obviously, he's not sitting in front of that back four now, so the screen isn't happening the way it was happening previously. And I think when you take him out of the side, and you see how poor, poor they are, you realise the impact he has on them and the impact he could have on another team then. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. um, From a Leeds point of view, because let's not put any punches here. If Leeds don't stay in this league,
0: Phillips and Rafinha will, will have to head out the door. That's 100 million worth. Absolutely. And I tell you, there'll be a bunch of teams coming in for that Gelhardt guy as well.
1: <laughs> well, you see, I, I think he'll probably, I think he'll probably go drop into the championship and, and it'd be ideal for him, you know, and you don't need to necessarily sell a guy that's going to cut you're going to get one or two million off when you've just sold two big lads for 100 million.
0: Yeah, but you might be able to convince them to go. And if you convince them to go and you pick them up handy, even if you wanted to do as you said with the plan, let's suppose a United or a Liverpool picked them up and then load them out to a championship side for a season. You know them back to Leeds. Yeah.
1: Yeah, let them stay mm-hmm. with Leeds. There's five million yeah. on the table, lads. You can have them back for the next 18 months and then we'll take them off your hands.
0: It'd be quite a true bit of business, wouldn't it? Absolutely. What are you going for in this one?
1: I'm gonna go 3 1 sports.
0: Yeah, sounds about right. All right. Let's move on then. Brentford versus Newcastle.
1: Yeah, much tougher game to call this. Um I think Newcastle, you know, they're hanging in there, aren't they? They're really, really toughening it out. I think Howe has done a good job at the minute. He really has. Um very unlucky with the injury to um to Trippier. Yeah. Kieran Trippier. Yeah. You know, it was really looking like a smashing signing. Um, Wood hasn't really hit the ground yet um, but Certainly from a goals point of view I know some of the some of the play is good and, and he's able to get other guys into the game mm. Um, Because most of the time He's pinning two centre backs in You know, which is creating space here and there For, for guys to get around so them maximum and all, yeah. Absolutely, yeah And I mean, they even missed out on him last week He was injured last week at West Ham, wasn't he? Yeah. It was the boy Joe Willock that got the goal And stuff like that, but yeah, I think this is. I think I think Newcastle could win this, you know. I think this is going to be tough for Brentford, um, but I do expect to see goals. Mm. Um, and, and and I think you know, actually, maybe maybe I'm going to go score draw. I'm going to score draw.
0: This this is the one. This is Ericsson's return, isn't it? This is what they're pinned on. I read it the other day. Supposedly, yeah. Supposed to be coming back for this one. I'd love to see him back for this one. Would be great. Um and if he is back from this one, I want Brentford to win. And I want him to get the winner. <laughs> You're a real romantic about this, Noel, aren't you? I am. I like I like a comeback story. I do like Oh listen, story, I,
1: you know? I and I do myself, but hmm. I don't know. I don't even think if he gets into the four squad, if he'll play this day. Do you know what I mean? I think if he gets into a squad, it might be just come on and get involved in the match day squad. You know, maybe the fourth day he doesn't play at all. Maybe the second day he gets fifteen. Maybe the third day he gets half an hour, and maybe he gets a. Half, you know what I mean? I, th- I still think they'll they'll drip feed this. I don't think you're going to. You certainly won't see him start. And and I mm. think if you see him have any more than half an hour, I'd be surprised.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. And Brentford, Brentford, are struggling big time, aren't they? Absolutely. The goals have dried up massively. What are you going Newcastle two one? No, I got one one. One one. You're going for a draw. Mm-hmm. Gonna go on away win for Newcastle 2-1. But if, if Eriksson is there, I'll flip it. All right. Two <laughs> goals thing with Ericsson. I'll flip it in the comments. <laughs> uh next up, Brighton versus Villa.
1: Yeah, uh, I suppose Stevie hasn't really had it all his own way the last few weeks, has he? Yeah, couple pro- of really proper pro- Villa
0: has kind of hit the brakes a little bit, hasn't he?
1: A little bit, yeah, just a little bit. Again. I think Stevie has fallen, fell to something very, very similar that Dan Smith fell to. We spoke about this, which, you know, knowing what your best team was. And then when you add players to it and you try to accommodate players and all of a sudden your team's not as good as it was previously, you know, Mm. too many options sometimes and trying to shoehorn lads into spaces that maybe it doesn't work for them, you know, and, I've seen them a couple of times, and, and they're playing with with both Buendia and Coutinho, you know, and it's basically playing two number tens and one number nine. It's the,
0: going, it's the it's the thing we spoke oh. about on the match reaction for Atletico, isn't it? It's the Fernandez Ronaldo conundrum, isn't it? It's like that they're occupying that same space.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, like these guys are two, two number tens. That's mm. you know, I don't think you can get away. Like I think with the other two boys operating in the space is one thing, but mm. these guys are just like it makes no sense to have two tens and one nine mm. because you know the ten has got to feed the nine, and and if there's two of them and one of him, it's it's not going to work. The, you know, the, he needs to. I think he needs to pick either Buendia or Coutinho and play them in behind Ings and Watkins. And play that as a triangle. Now, listen, if that's what's happening, when they have to take a seat, let him be the impact for a little while. Have Coutinho be ha- behind Ings and Watkins and play your two up top, which are which are 10 behind. Pack your three in the midfield. You're going with Douglas Luiz, John McGinn, and the boy Jacob Ramsey. Yeah. And then your fl- flat back four and your keeper and, and roll the dice there. But he's trying to get two guys into the same team and it, it's not working. It didn't work when they tried to get him and Lampard and Scholes. And you know All into the same midfield This mm. is the same thing It's not working Yeah he should
0: know better He should absolutely What are you going for In this one I'm going to go Score draw as well I'm going to go 1-1 again I'm taking the score draw But I'm thinking 2-2 Okay I think there might be A few goals That's what
1: there. the uh, That's what the ballerina said 2-2 2-2 Um,
0: Palace versus Burnley
1: Yeah great win Sean, for Sean for... Dyche
0: On the survival track <laughs> He's just
1: able to roll, just churning out results, isn't he, when it gets to this time of the year? His, and L1,
0: his, at L1, his L1 has to be lighting candles in the church somewhere. You, you just know the times it, he escapes. You look at it and you go, you know, a game like the other night.
1: And obviously, other than the Spores thing being Spores, you look mm. at that and you go, it's only one winner. Here. You know, look at these two squads. Look at, you know, everything you think. It's only one. But you've seen them do it before where you, you thought, no, yeah, this is nailed on to be such and such. This is nailed on to be such and such. We called on the, get, we call them the preview. remember? And they just, but they, they just get results and you go, Jesus, this is, mm. you know, if you could, um, I, think the, I think this is going to be, gonna be a, a good game, if I'm honest, I mm. really do. I think, I think, obviously, Deutsch was watching or was listening to the podcast and he, and he realised, if I want to win games of football here, we have to go in with, with uh, McNeil and Cornet and gonna have you're going to play, gonna have to
0: play a bit of ball and stop just putting you know, up their brick walls go play a bit of football for a change of try yeah, and the and I mean
1: they're well able to and to be honest with yeah. you they're a good back five including the keeper yeah. like they're solid you know what I mean they're not flashy but they are solid they'll pull their heads in the way they'll block stuff they'll, they've will they got a great line like I think they, I think this is going to be a good game I have to say but in saying all of that a Fancy Palace I just think they had a little dip and then they've just started to get the the wheels in motion again. I think that's a great game for them due to do their night obviously away, Wofford. and um, Zaha getting the goals and stuff like that. More confidence. Mateta scored. The boy Elise is in and around the place. You know, Edward, like I just Are think they've you, got you, lots of options. you, you Conor Gallagher, regal and assist. Yeah. yeah, I'm going in. I'm going three
0: one palace. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. 3-1 Palace. That's, that's what I'm hoping yep. for. <laughs> I just, you know what it is about Burnley? Look, I've I, I respect for Dice and for Burnley and for what he's done there and stuff like that. But I just, you know that horrible feeling you get in the pit of your stomach when he does that to your team? He's done it to you guys. He's done it to us. He's done it to Spurs. And it, I don't know. Sometimes you feel really bad over a loss with your team, but you can take it and go, right, we didn't show, we didn't do this. But when they beat you, it's a real sickening feeling, isn't it? Because you know it's going yeah, to it, come and you can't do anything about it. <laughs> and part of it is, and that's
1: that was my point earlier with the sports thing, you know. that part of it is he's very unlikable. Yeah. He's yeah. very unlikable. Yeah. You know, I don't think there's a thing I like about him. Now, I respect the guy. Yeah. And yeah, and you know from how I speak. Yeah. These two things are completely different for me. I hate Roy Keane. Mm. I absolutely respect him. I've put him into numerous 11s recently. You were like, Well, what's going on here? Yeah. Respect and and, and likability are two different things for me. Two different and I can separate them thankfully. I don't like Sean Dyche, yeah. but I do respect him, you know, because yeah. he's done such a good job there at Burnley. Um like he could end up there a long, long time because if you're Burnley, Look at look at the amount of clubs that have made a change to try and change the style of football, and what happened?
0: Never going to work there. Never will. So there.
1: keep them there. you the, beating the drum? The, and the, stay in the league. Yeah,
0: the one the one that jumps to mind is Chris Wilder. In know, Sheffield United. That's you know the I mean? one That jumps to mind straight away when you think. Like well, that,
1: there's well, there's loads. You know, didn't we yeah. do it? They, they, they they've done it with so many managers. Oh, we want to yeah. change the playing style and blah, blah. blah. And all of a sudden they're relegating you. Thinking, Jesus, you should have taken that. That was things are going well there. You know what I mean?
0: Mm. Absolutely. Um, Manchester United versus Watford. Uh,
1: there's only one winner here. Fair there's Only money. one winner here. <laughs> um, they'll frustrate us, I'm sure. You know, a a, a Roy Hodgson team. They will frustrate us. They'll get behind the ball. You've got good runners in Josh King and Emmanuel Dennis and stuff like that. And the boys, Joe Pedro, who we've mentioned. But there's just too much quality there at the minute from United. Um, I know we will probably make a couple of changes, but I think they should have more than enough to uh, to get this over the line.
0: Yeah, I mean, the thoughts are dropping another clanger to these guys, and especially at home. got the crowd would be absolutely intense, to say the least.
1: Yeah, and, and I suppose with, with that in mind, we do one as well, don't we? So yeah. I think there might be a little bit of professional pride here which is something we haven't seen a whole lot of from Manchester United recently. Yeah, But you might see somebody in the dressing room turn around and say, hey, these fuckers, we owe them. Let's yeah. let's get out and let's bury this one, you know?
0: I We did say a couple of times on the podcast that United were you to smash a team up because they had been yeah. very unlucky in terms of creating chances, but just not finishing them off. I know mm-hmm. they beat Leeds last week, but that didn't feel like smashing a team up, if you know what I mean. It was just a dogged... Horrible fight and horrible conditions. This one could be the one where you owe them one because yeah. it's a lot of bragging rights from the other game, um, where they did a number on you big time. So you're probably due. So this could be potentially one where you go out and you actually go, you know, something. As you said, we owe you one, and here we go. I don't I don't think these will be expansive enough for us to get at them
1: that in, in that nature. You know, I think we'll we'll score and we'll beat them, but I don't think it I don't think this is the team we'll we'll go. Out. I see if we were playing Everton this weekend, I'd say there was a chance we'd wallop them. But because of how Hodgson sets up and because of the way he makes things really tight and stuff like that, it obviously wasn't that tight that Palace were able to dig far out of them during the week. But I think um I think we beat them. I think three one. I think three one. I just think they've they've a little bit of danger there in us, you know, mm. um with the with the pace that they. They possess and the way they're able to play in the bounce like that but but we'll, we'll do them up
0: here alright yeah we'll beat them Yeah I think so I think 3, run, three one's about right alright Yeah. Um, but again I, I wouldn't be surprised if United went rampant because not only are they due a performance but they're due a, a score line that matches a performance if you know what I mean the two need to marry at a certain stage you know
1: I don't necessarily think you'll see the performance this week after Tuesday night and stuff like that you know yeah. Um, or, or Wednesday night Sorry Wednesday I think night. I think it'll be um, I think it'll be A little bit Workman-like At the weekend A little bit laboured But I think we'll get through A handy enough But I just don't think It'll be flashy You know
0: Yeah Sometimes that's when You find this trouble Isn't it When you're going through A laboured sort of Workman-like Sort of performance And you're up I against tines. Those kind of teams That are struggling Down the bottom that's, absolutely, they, yeah. they tend to drag you down to their level, and then it becomes a real tough battle. And that's
1: that's what they'll try and do. But I mean, at the minute, we especially with the Arsenal result, you know, this evening, this is super important for us
0: yeah. to
1: keep that gap um, as wide as possible. Yeah. There's so many teams been doing us favours. I thought Wolves had done us a favour tonight, um, and I, the draw would have been just absolutely right up my street because mm. it, it would have meant both of them dropping two points each, but wasn't the B, but uh,
0: yeah, listen, we'll we'll keep going. Absolutely. The evening kickoff then, Everton versus Man City. Frank's struggling at Goodison. Frank is struggling, but you
1: know what? I have absolutely no sympathy for Frank, and I have even less sympathy for the Everton fans who kicked up a fuss because they wanted Frank Lampard. Sometimes in this world, you reap what you
0: sow. Could you see a situation where they go down? They're very close.
1: They're very close. Mm. Um, and I believe, am I right in saying if Burnley and Newcastle get results the weekend, Everton are down the bottom three? Is that right?
0: I shall tell you now, my friend.
1: I, I think I looked at this earlier, and I think if Newcastle and bournemouth get results...
0: Burnley would have to win. Newcastle could go both. Now, Newcastle, they'd both have to win.
1: So if the two lads won, Everton could be in the bottom three going into that game.
0: Yeah, well, Newcastle are um, Newcastle are level on points with Everton. They're behind on goal difference by a minus seven.
1: Uh, so they only need a point, actually, Newcastle. Though.
0: Yeah, if Everton were to lose, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And Burnley, Burnley are 20, so they're two off them. So but Burnley- before
1: kickoff, Newcastle are off first. So that's my point. Newcastle could be above Everton before this
0: game starts. That would drop them down to 17th. Yeah, they're really, really tight. Both them and Leeds. Leeds are on 23. And even up as far as Brentford, we spoke about Brentford. Brentford are on 24. Yeah. Um, then there's that bit of a gap between Villa, Leicester, Palace, 27, 27, 29. Yeah. But it's, uh, it's as tight as a duck's ass, isn't it? Absolutely.
1: Um. Yeah, I... P- I don't see Everton getting that now, unfortunately, for, for any of the Evertonians that might be listening. I just think City are going to have way too much. Um, and I think, you know, it's going to be kind of frantic from Everton because I think they're going to come out and and try and panic themselves into a performance. But I think mm. that's going to leave an awful lot of space. And the biggest issue I would have with Everton at the minute is they can't keep shipping goals the way they are.
0: You know. Yeah, and similar to what we spoke about with laser Ellen Road, Goodison hasn't been that kind of no. tough place to go to. Always
1: season. a place I absolutely hated to go as a United fan. Them
0: yeah. Burnley and Ellen Road
1: always yeah, absolutely. And and at the minute, two of those aren't stand aren't stacking up at all. Mm-hmm. And and Goodison is one of them. But um yeah, this is this is back to the wall time forever everything it really is. Now you'd have to think. In the games they've got remain. you know, we're on week 27, so there's 11 games left. They've got to have two or three teams that they can be, you know, two or three sides lower down in the league that they can, they can go out and put a performance in. Because let's be honest, there's a bit of quality in that Everton squad.
0: Yeah, yeah. The, the, um, the problem is, though, the problem is once you fall into that bottom three, it's like a trapdoor, and trying to climb out of it, the pressure of trying to climb out of it yeah. week on week weighs very heavily on some teams. And everything had been there before and they did climb out of it. But um, I don't know, just there's so many problems there at the moment. The fan base, you know, the stuff with Rafa, everything that went on, pulling the club apart. You know, the boys, the, in the, you know, the management team in there and the owner sitting back and letting things unfold the way they did. Lampard coming in, trying to get it going and stuff like that. Bringing in Donny Van de Beek and you, you know what I mean. There's there's a lot of problems there at the moment, you know.
1: And the and the, the, the Donny Van de Beek thing has has posed as many questions as it has answered, because mm-hmm. he's two games into his Everton career. I think, you know, most people would agree. <laughs> on his first game, he was probably man of the match.
0: Yeah, it was the 50-50 our phone-a-friend, wasn't it? He's had one game absolutely brilliant and one game absolutely shocking. Shocking? Yeah.
1: So so where are we in in Donny Van Beek again? Is he, is he is he this guy that's going to be able to go and do this in the Premier League? Or is he this guy, you know, it's sink or swim time for Donny, I really think you now. Um, he needs a couple of big performances between now and the end of the season. Or I could see him heading back to Ajax. It's it, him ending back up in that Dutch league and, and at that level and just, you know, being being the slightly, certainly bigger fish in a small pond type thing.
0: Yeah, you kind of look at it and you wonder, would, would Newcastle have been the better option really? You know, going to Everton, you know what I mean? And going there on loan, such a, you know, in so much trouble there, so many issues and going there and then trying to, I won't say resurrect your career in the Premier League because he's never really got his career going in it. But trying no, to resurrect and, your career there and trying to stand out in that team there that has so many problems.
1: And you see, I, I think there was an even better fifth from which was the one that his father-in-law put the phone call in for. Um, when he called Patrick Vieira and said, listen, Donny's available. Um, What do you think? And Vieira says, yeah, I'll have a bit of that. And he went to United and United said, no, it's not happening. And in the end, he was able to say, listen, I need to play games. I need you to get me out of here and Obviously everton popped up at the last minute and Lampard and stuff like that. But I think Palace would have been
0: ideal from. Yeah, we said it Absolutely on the show, didn't we? Him and Connor Gallagher, it. we said it on the show, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. it's a great show.
1: And 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 you know, a nice tough tackle and check the out there or someone like that in there, a ball winner, a guy that's gonna you know, hassle and hardy fellas and yeah. He could have been the little bit of quality and the little bit of mm. magic dust that, that just sprinkled itself around the uh, Southwest yeah. Park and
0: really Yeah I mean no. even even when you look at Palace and they play even when they drop a result and stuff like that there is players in there who still play with a bit yes. of confidence yeah you know what I mean even though they and, might get done three one there's still a confidence to their play you know what I mean <sighs> go down in there coaching under Patrick Vieira as well you know what I mean like it's
1: because I think there's a lot he could have learned from someone like Vieira. Yeah. You see, I don't necessarily think he'll learn an awful lot from Lampard. I don't mean that in a disrespectful sort of way. I, I think because he's a very similar sort of player to Lampard. Yeah. You know, that kind of guy who was creative, who arrived late, who had a knife or goals, stuff like that. I think he's very similar. Whereas I think if he, went, if he ends up at Palace, you've got Vieira saying to him, OK, Donnie, you need to go in and do him. You know, I think he needs a little, I think he needs to be nastified a little bit. Yeah. And he needs to be able to put his foot in and kind of go boy, a fella and
0: shove yeah. him in. Welcome, you know? welcome, welcome to the real world of the Premier League. Absolutely, this is the real world of it.
1: Yeah, 100. Yeah.
0: What are you thinking then on this one? Um, I've
1: said it, I've said this is the tour time I said this to my 3 1.
0: 3 1, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think it'd be a tough day for Everton, of course. It's not often in these in these moments that I would go to church and light a candle for Everton. But I might light a candle for Everton this weekend because, you know, anywhere where they can they can pull City up or anyone can pull City up. I know it's in our hands, but I don't expect us to run out winners for the rest of the league. We've got a tough month ahead of us. So um, anything that any team can do to help us would be greatly appreciated. Um, but yeah, I think around the 3-1. Matter of fact, I don't know whether City might even concede I don't think they will. I think probably 3 0, maybe. 3 0. Um, West Ham versus Wolves.
1: Yeah, West Ham have started to falter a little bit, haven't they? Mm. And they've kind of hit the skids a little bit again. We kind of foresaw this. We did Mm. say this might happen. The goals were going to dry up. And, you know, Michel Antonio looks like a guy who needs a break at the minute because things aren't working his way.
0: Now, Michel Antonio, it looks like a guy who needs to just play in his actual position. And stop fucking around.
1: Well, I I I don't know whether they'd be better off playing Jared Bowen as the nine for the next couple of games, and and maybe getting the likes of a Ben Ram and a and a Fournals or a Lanzini in behind him, um, because he's already taken up the mantle of scoring the goals, but he's doing it from a wider position. Whereas if, at least if you put him down the middle, you know, he's got the pace, you know, he can go with guys and stuff like that. He certainly won't work as a target man the way Antonio will. But, mm. I mean, Antonio's performances over the last few weeks have been very, very poor for me. Um, I expect an awful lot more from him because he's a seasoned veteran now, Michael Antonio. He really, really is. Um, he's,
0: the think, focal, he's the focal point for their goals. I know Jared Bones being he exceptional. Is, but yeah. he's the focal point for their goals and he's playing like a fucking winger. Wake up, man. Wait he on. is,
1: and and I mean, listen, this isn't something West Ham didn't know. You know, as we spoke yeah. about before, they had money down on the table for three or four boys in January and just couldn't get deals. Well, there's a Pata deal with the, with the last-minute deal. That was mm. where they were trying to just get a loan deal, even. But, I mean, they had big money down for the boy Darwin Nunes at Benfica. and yeah. um, There was 45, 48 million on the table for him, mm. and uh, they just couldn't come to an agreement with Benfica and stuff like that. I think Benfica said... They also didn't see themselves getting a replacement in quick enough for them and, and, and stuff like that. So that left the, the door. It seemed very last minute with
0: West Ham as well, though,
1: didn't it? They, it didn't seem. Yeah, they it didn't seem to, plan to, do, to plan do it.
0: You have a whole month plan to do your January. business, strengthen your squad, push for a top four place. You know what Absolutely. I mean? And it's last minute shit. It drives me
1: madly. Absolutely. And and the only thing I will say about January, and not to just, not to give West Ham a, you know, a get out of jail free card, I think in January, more than, any, more than the summer window, you do have that merry-go-effect where you're waiting on a guy to move to set the chain in motion. You know, one guy leaves a club, all of a sudden they've a few pounds, they go and get the next one, that moves the whole, and I think in January that always, you know, that always makes things quite tough and, and and you have to wait very late in the day for someone to make the first move and by the time that happens, all of a sudden you're going, well, I don't have any more moves here, this is, you know, Nine o'clock on a Monday night here. We're not going to get anyone here, mm. but um, I think from I think Wolves obviously tonight again they were unlucky. They played very well. Um, probably should have got something out of the game against Arsenal if I'm honest. Deserved something. I know Arsenal kept knocking on the door and stuff to their credit, but I think Wolves certainly should have got something tonight. And I think they'll get something on Sunday. Um, I think. Excuse me. I think we'll go. I think we'll go two-two on Sunday. I think there'll be goals, and I think it'll be uh, I Think it'll be two-two.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking around the same. Probably a draw, but I, I, I'm I'm interested to think. I wonder whether we'll see Ben Rama or not. That was a feisty little substitution there the other night, um, and it's a brave man that would stare down a David Moyes.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, you listen,
1: I just think at times, fellas are letting their egos get in the way, aren't they?
0: I like the stare and, down though because Ben Rama turned away first and Moyes kept the stare there. So there was only one winner. Absolutely. And and like I was when I was watching it, the
1: United game last night in a, in a not in a similar instance, but when when Ralph was taking Pogba off, you know, I kind of thought I loved the idea of him not thinking, you know, I can't take this guy off. Mm. And and I was kind of waiting on Pogba to throw a little bit of a strop on it. I was just thinking to myself, wouldn't it be great if Ralph just said would you keep yourself on looking at your performance tonight? You know, it's mm. and that's that should be as easy as it should be for for managers, you know. Listen, have a look at the tape. Tell me if you'd have kept yourself on, tell me what, you know what I mean? Mm. Now in the heat of the moment, things can get things can get a uh, tasty at times, can't they? Yeah. I wouldn't even like to discuss some of the things I've done in changing rooms. Let's not even discuss them. <laughs> It makes, not it, makes, it, makes boot,
0: it makes the boot. It makes the Beckham's head even mild. Nothing at all.
1: <laughs> Very mild. <laughs>
0: Absolutely.
1: Almost schoolboyish. I'll tell you. I'll tell you off here when we're done.
0: I don't know though if I went down in the locker room, I'd, I'd be. I think. Would you be putting your money on Moise? I'd be putting my money on Moise
1: And um, well, listen, he's a Scot. You know, mm. he the boys can handle himself. The only thing I will say is. You know, Ben Rama, he kind of has those crazy eyes going on, doesn't he? That he looks like some sort of psycho killer, and you just think, mm, I'm not sure. Would he behead me? Probably. Would he sleep soundly at night? Definitely. Mm. So I don't know. I Moyes, wouldn't mind.
0: Oh, I wouldn't mind a bucket of popcorn, having a look at it though. Yeah, Moy's battle hardened from his time on a uh, Merseyside. You know, so yeah, yeah. It'd be interesting though. It could be on the undercard for a Jake Paul event or something like that. <laughs> um, let's finish out then with a uh, Tuesday. Well, not finish out because I want to touch on one other. But we finish out uh, Burnley versus Leicester.
1: Yeah, and um, Leicester obviously had a good no- a good night tonight in the in the Europa, you know. But uh, I was listening to again some of the commentary, and the team that they beat three one had twenty four attempts at goal. Now, as far as I know, these lads are. Butchers, beggars, and candlestick makers.
0: Mm.
1: Unless there are coughing up this amount of chances. Now I know Madison got a couple and they got over the line six three, I think it was an aggregate, but you're just thinking 24 chances is a lot less. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> I think I think this is the type of game that'll suit Burnley down to the ground. This is like a soft centered Spurs coming to 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 um This will be a soft centered sort of Leicester coming to Torfmore. I'm going with
0: Bourney here. This is James ja- This is James Madison going up into the air off a tough tackle within five minutes or something, isn't it? Someone's this sticking is, it to him. this is
1: this is his uh, his counterpart and James Tarkovsky putting bullet holes in him before <laughs> there's a ball he even kicked. Because he's a you know, he's a tough lad, that boy Tarkovsky yeah. really, really is. There's a couple more back there, you know, Ben Me, Charlie Taylor, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I I'm gonna go two one Bourney on that. We think Bourney will have enough to. To do Leicester up at Moor and make things really, really awkward for uh, for Brendan Rogers.
0: I'm gonna go with a draw, um, but I think I think the danger there is probably the boy V Horse who has come in. I think he's done a, I think he's uh, been a very shrewd signing and boy Deutsch, but he's come in against that centre back pairing. Yeah, very iffy this season. And
1: and with two games this weekend, he might be somebody you look to bring into your uh, fantasy football team with a double game week. Just yeah, throwing it out there,
0: absolutely. Um, let's finish up then. Uh, the, the small little uh mention of a Carabao Cup final on Sunday, um, Chelsea versus Liverpool. Thoughts? I'm going to be doing a preview with Ian, obviously. Um, Ian's going to come on, we're going to do a preview uh, in advance of that, but uh, give us your thoughts on it. Um, I
1: can only see one winner, man, if I'm honest. You know, uh, Liverpool are in. Unbelievable form at the minute. Um, you know we've seen them play really well in Tom teams. We've seen them play really poorly and still beat teams. And um, they have a full squad. You know there's no injuries. And um, Chelsea have been very, very poor. You know they're struggling in lots of different areas in the pitch. They picked up a win the other night against a poor Lille side. So you know, for me, this isn't this. This possibly won't even be a contest, and I, and I mean that. You know, again, with the utmost respect, I think Liverpool could do big damage here on Sunday. If he goes out with, with what you have on to offer, if he goes out with, you know, Mane Diaz Salah, you know, I could see them blowing Chelsea away. This could this game could be over after sixty minutes.
0: Interesting. I'd like to think that way, but I think it's probably going to be a little bit tighter. Um, I'm not too sure because I just think, I think when you have the quality in there of Thiago Silva and stuff like that, it's it's hard to blow Chelsea away. I do think that time when we played them and we went 2-0 up and then Kovacic scored that fantastic worldie as well. I don't know how many times you offer that up, you know what I mean? I think yeah. I think Liverpool, in terms of the options that they have now and the run that they're on and the momentum that they have going I think if they were to pull two goals ahead In the final on, on Sunday I don't think they'd offer it up as easy As they did with the two draws in the two league games
1: No nope. Absolutely no
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking I'm thinking it'll be a little bit tighter I think maybe 2-1 I'm going to go 3-1 I'm
1: going
0: to go 3-1 one. one for each of the boys up front Two for Salah One for Diaz He's going in again. He's going. Is he going in? Does that doesn't count? Does that count in the fancy? No. Nope. So, so So the is nailed on. I might have to. I
1: might have to air mail him out this week because there's no game on. You know
0: and well folks thanks for tuning in as always drop your predictions down there as well please drop them in there and drop your comments and subscribe as well we have some lovely t-shirts you can see behind me there and snapback caps to give away and we also have some mugs so if you drop your predictions in there whoever does very very well will find themselves On the receiving end of a nice little care package. I'm gonna have my gear.
1: I'm gonna have my gear on the next time everyone sees me because I'm coming to see you in the morning in in the shop, isn't that right now?
0: Oh, that's good. You reminded me. Yeah, so I have to um, remind you. I dig that out. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's not. It's not in the shop. The stuff is here. So yeah. There you go. There you go. Good call. Good call, my friend. Good call. Thanks. Call. Well, until next time. The upper tier on YouTube audio is Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music. Until next time, my friend, a pleasure. As always.